This is Indie Business Podcast, Episode 75. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Indie Business Podcast. I am your host, mentor, and coach, Donna Maria, the founder and CEO of Indie Business and the lead mentor at the Indie Business Incubator. My goal is to help you build a solid business foundation, increase your income, and use your business to create the life you love. In this episode, I interview Lisa Canale of Wild Air Skincare in Centerbrook, Connecticut. Lisa makes spa products with ingredients inspired by the beauty and seasons of New England. Her brand is partially inspired by her experience as a child making cosmetics with her mom in their kitchen. Lisa discovered Indie Business through one of our websites featuring spa product recipes and the rest is history. In this episode, Lisa and I discuss how she started her business, how she reaches spa buyers, and how she has pivoted her brand during COVID-19. You can get a summary for this episode at IndieBusinessNetwork.com forward slash 75. And now let's welcome Lisa Canale of Wild Air Skincare in Centerbrook, Connecticut. Lisa Canale from Wild Air Skincare. Welcome to Indie Business Podcast. Well, thank you very much, Donna Maria. I appreciate you having me today. I'm so excited to talk to you. So Lisa, as I look back over the course of my career here at the Indie Business Network, I remember you from years ago, and I think we go back quite a long way. So maybe <laughs> if we could start by telling us a little bit about how we even connected in the first place years ago. Sure. Well, first of all, I feel very fortunate that we connected because you have been kind of my mentor without even knowing it through almost 16 years. Um, I started really doing some research as to how to make products, um, body scrubs, hand scrubs, lotions, and I was looking for recipes and formulas. And I came across a website called Make My Own Cosmetics. And I believe that's, you know, that was owned by you. And I found lots of recipes and uh, resources. And you, you were connected there somehow. Um, <laughs> and I connected yes. up with you. And I started listening to all your podcasts and your interviews. And, you know, it just really evolved from there. You're, you've been a terrific resource all these years. I really well, appreciate thank you. thank you. I'm an honor. That's an honor. Like you're really taking me back to that old website that I used to have. I don't, I don't own that domain name anymore. Um, but yes, I, I, I think we had, we had at least a thousand recipes there and um, it was a nice little community before there were uh, social media outlets that allowed for community. So I was sort of trying to figure yeah. out how to do it without all the technology I didn't even know I didn't have. So I know. I, I don't even think Facebook was, it was a thing back then, you know? No, it wasn't. Twitter had, none yeah. of it had been founded. Um, right. We were, it was, it was, it's when I look back on it, I'm like, how do we even do that? But I guess we were, we were on the cutting edge, Lisa. That's what we were yes, doing. Yes, that's it. <laughs> exactly. So bring uh, us forward. You learned how to make your own products and, you know, here we are fast forward or not so fast uh, all these years mm -hmm. to wild air skincare. Tell us a little bit of the story. Yes. And so times certainly have changed in the last 16 years. 
Um, but I started because I, well, I grew up um, making my own facials with my mom, and she was really into natural skincare. And, um, you know, we would put our heads over a pot of steaming water and steam our faces and put egg whites on our faces as a mask. And I just, you know, kind of learned the natural way to take care of our, um, our skin from her. And, but I had no idea in my teens that I would be in this business at all. Um, I went out to college and I studied consumer affairs and it was kind of a, a new, like a Ralph Nader type um, <laughs> major back then, all, all about consumer awareness. And um, then I went on to sales in different industries and I got married and had two boys and I wanted something that I could do while I was home raising them. And, you know, as I've always been a label reader and I've always loved the spa industry too. And I figured, you know what, why don't I try and make something um, that I can do right in my kitchen and make it into a little business. And that's what I did. I was, you know, on that website looking at recipes and formulas and I ordered some, um, you know, very small quantities of raw ingredients. And I just started from there and had a bunch of my friends come over and we tested scents and they gave me their feedback. And then I went to my local spa and tried to sell the products and they took it in and really it's evolved over the years so much. Um, wow. But that's what a great story. That's like a, well, thank you. It's a very <laughs> it brief is, story. Like, yeah, I know there's, I know we can't cover the whole 16, but but you know the highlights. Obviously, your mom. I mean, who who knew yes. that those egg white facial masks would one day be in spas? Um, at I least know, inspired crazy. by that. So you said right. something that was super interesting, though. You you mentioned that you kind of were looking for something to do at home. So mm -hmm. um, looking looking for something to do at home and starting a business are two very <laughs> different things. So right. um, you mentioned you took your products to a spa and they bought them. Like, is that when the light bulb came on in your head, or did it did it happen before that? Well, I mean, I was very intentional. I really wanted to be in business for myself. Um, my dad was an entrepreneur. He was in the packaging business and I was working in sales for him uh, a little bit, you know, as much oh, as I, I could. I bet that background came in handy. It did. And he's, he's still around and he gives me advice and I call him all the time and he's, he's terrific. Oh, that's um, great. Yeah, very lucky. So, um, so yeah, I was very intentional that I knew I wanted it. I wanted something to be a business and I okay. really needed to just sort of figure it out you know, figure out the packaging and the products and really wanted to see if this is something I could make into a business. And um, your children were very young at the time. So, I mean, I, I know what that's like when I started my business, mine were nursing. So like, right. you know, we've got so many parents out there today starting a business, like any words of wisdom for them? Mm. Well, I mean, just... What was that? Would... <laughs> that was the first response. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Words of wisdom. Well, I'm thinking about parents today, all the things that they have to deal with, you know, in this day mm -hmm. and age with COVID and sending the kids back to school or not sending them back to school. And it's, they're in very challenging times. I mean, luckily, my kids were in school, I could devote the time during the day. Um, mm -hmm. My husband did travel quite a bit at the time. So uh, you know, I had to pick up the slack as far as driving them after school to different activities. But I would say for parents, just, you know, do start out small, do what you can, you know, in the 
times that you have available, whether it's at night or early mornings or, you know, fit in those times during the day. And just, you know, don't take on too much at once. Um, it really depends on what your advice. goals are. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, what a great point to think about what it is you're actually trying to do. Um, and that, right. that you're right. That so helps you direct your, your daily activities. So when you walked yeah. into the spa for the first time all those years ago with your products, mm -hmm. like what was your strategy? Like, did you just, did you literally just walk in? Did you make an appointment? <laughs> like tell us what you did and, and kind of right. bring us a little bit fast forward to how you do it today. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, I haven't changed my strategy all that much. It's funny. You know, I, I think I picked up the phone and it was a brand new spa that had opened up in the town next to mine. Um, and it was a beautiful spa. And I just, I picked up the phone and I called to see if I could, you know, talk to the person in charge. And they pointed me to their public relations person who was helping them get started. And she was so sweet and she allowed me to meet with her. And she looked at my packaging, she gave me suggestions, and she really kind of guided me through the process. And um, she directed me towards the owners, and we sat down and they took in the products. And that was, you know, way back when I first started. And I was actually under a different name at that point. Um, about three years ago, I decided to rebrand and change my name and the website and the packaging, kind of bring it up to date and really focus on the products. Um, since they're made here in, in New England, and this is where I grew up, I decided that the theme of my product line uh, would be products inspired by the beauty and the seasons of New England. And um, so really, I started out just by picking up the phone and she guided me along. And that's really the crux of getting new business is just you know, either knocking on the door, emailing, old-fashioned sales really. Mm -hmm. and, um, How kind of her to help you, um, to know. give you some feedback and to introduce you to the owners and everything. So Wild Air Skincare, now we all know how beautiful right. New England is. So as yeah. I'm looking at your website, which I am right now, it's very lovely. Mm -hmm. I Thank see you. that you have, um, you know, you have, you know, your product line is very tight and very coordinated. Mm -hmm. So I know that must be intentional, as, as you mentioned before, you've always had a strategy. So tell <laughs> us a little bit about the products and why mm -hmm. those particular products in your line aimed at spas. Like, why did you choose like sugar scrub and the ones that you did? Cause you could have chosen a whole lot more than that. How did you narrow it down? Right. Well, and, and I see that a lot with makers um, because the scents that we have available are, I mean, you can have thousands of different product collections uh, with all the We want to make variances. everything. We want to make it all. Exactly. <laughs> We're creative by nature, right? Right, right. <laughs> so, and, you, and of course, everyone has an idea of what we should be making. Um, so you really have to take that with a grain of salt too, because mm -hmm. people with all their best intentions are always saying, well, why don't you make this? And, you know, <laughs> and then before it's you like know It's like the girlfriend you go <laughs> shopping with. Like she's telling you to buy all the things. And when you finally get back home, you spent like a thousand dollars and she spent nothing. <laughs> oh, of course. She's got right. all the ideas for you. <laughs> yes. With things that you don't even need. <laughs> so exactly. But, yeah. And so um, I decided I really wanted to focus on products that would be used in spa treatments for nail and body care or, or body treatments. So manicures, pedicures, and massages and tie that into my retail line. 
So I have seven core scents and I limited those um, to spa-like scents, but also collections that I felt reflected an experience or a scent that inspired me here in New England. So for instance, uh, one of them is cranberry orange. And I actually visited a cranberry bog and uh, we have so many of them along uh, the shores of Cape Cod. And um, I visited the cranberry bog and, you know, set, put on these waders that they gave me and got the history of how cranberries are harvested and grown. And so that was an inspiration uh, for me. And it also ties into popular fall treatments. Um, and then uh, Lemon Verbena is inspired by a fantastic frozen lemonade company in Rhode Island that I grew up um, enjoying. And so the notes of that scent pick up, you know, the refreshing um, mm -hmm. burst of lemon and, and mm -hmm. you know, tie back to that story. Um, yeah, so, so every, every, first of all, let me just vote for the lemon verbena, okay? Oh, I cannot <laughs> tell you how much I love that scent. And um, I, you've even got chocolate too. So when you, when you said experience, I thought when I right. go to the spa and they tell me about this chocolate treatment, like, you have the mm -hmm. experience just with the description. Like yes. you, you don't even have to touch <laughs> me and I already feel, you know, chocolatized. But um, I, I <laughs> yes. love that you have, so you have body oil, you have lotion, you have mm -hmm. sugar scrub, and um, those are kind of the core, right? And the body butters. And the body butters, yeah. Right. And you, yes. have, you have eucalyptus and you have these scents mm. that really, um, as you said, they, the, when you describe them, they do, they do feel even more attractive than just describing the scent. Like when you tell the mm -hmm. story, it's like even more interesting than how it smells. Right. Well, people, yeah, I think a story is so important when you are promoting a product because, you know, there, there are, let's face it, there, there's a lot of competition out there, right? There are a lot of products. Um, and so knowing a lot about each individual product before you buy it is important. So the ingredients and where the ingredients came from and why that particular scent or those ingredients, it's, you know, it's so important. And how, how important, Lisa, do you think relationships are in terms of, um, and we're talking specifically to spas, I want to talk, talk about right. retail um, in a bit, like, you know, direct to consumer, mm -hmm. but in terms of dealing with your wholesale customers who are mainly spas, how, how do you manage relationships with them in a way that produces repeat sales? Yeah, it's, it's everything, honestly. Um, I've had the same customers, by the grace of God, <laughs> for mm -hmm. so many years. And we really do have a mutual relationship. And I feel as though um, I provide flexibility. You know, I work with them. Um, this particular year has really kind of like confirm that for me more than ever. Uh, as a vendor, a spa provider, um, I've had to kind of just sit back and be patient, not put pressure on my wholesale customers because, you know, they were in tough shape. The spa industry was hit so hard, um, hotel tourism, and, you know, they're just getting back on their feet very slowly. Uh, there's a pent-up demand to go back to the spa but, you know, it's a, it's a slow progression, you know. I'm part so, of the pent-up um, demand for sure. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, me too. Definitely am. <laughs> but, so, um, so as your business has um, 
maneuvered through COVID-19, have mm -hmm. you picked up more consumer sales to kind of make up for some of the slack from the uh, wholesale buyers? Um, it hasn't made up for it, but I have picked up some. And I did launch two new products, which I'm just starting now to promote. Oh, tell so, us about them. Yeah, it's really, it's just uh, two new scents, uh, lavender, which is, uh -huh. so um, there's nothing revolutionary about lavender, right? I mean, it's been around for so many years, but it's one of those scents that has been in demand for a long time. A lot of my customers have said, oh, can you do lavender? And I've always thought, I've always shied away from it for some reason. Uh -huh. Mm -hmm. um, just because I thought, well, I don't know, I was that related to New England, but mm -hmm. locally we have this gorgeous, gorgeous lavender far farm, and um, it's only about maybe 10 minutes for me, and when I visited it, I thought, this is it. I have got to just finally put lavender in the collection, and I was just inspired by the beauty of all their different lavender varieties. So I did a lavender body scrub and a body butter um, to start mm -hmm. off with. And so those That's are great. Yeah, two new products on the website. Well, and you know, what's interesting about what you, what you just said is, um, you know, obviously everybody knows what lavender is. We've all known about lavender forever and a million years in the spas, right. of course. But what you just said was that you really weren't inspired until you actually experienced like a farm where you could go and sit amongst the lavender fields and enjoy them in a whole different way. And so now you have more of a story. Yes, exactly. Around the lavender, right? It's not just right. lavender, lavender, blah, blah, blah. It's lavender and that yep. farm that's in New England, 10 minutes away. That's and now right. you can visit anytime you want. And now you, your products are reminiscent of that experience. And you can put that in a bottle for your customers. Yes, absolutely. Yep. And I even bought two of their plants and they're thriving. And <laughs> oh, so, how nice. Yeah. Oh, so, and how kind of you too to send us a jar of your lavender body scrub for one of our listeners to win. We'll talk about that in a little ooh. bit, how you can win everyone. So, um, and by the <laughs> way, it smells so good and it feels so good. The texture of um, wild air skin care scrubs are amazing. Um, oh, so thank, thank you, you so much. much for sending that. So let's talk then a little bit about how you were able, or how you are boosting mm. those retail sales. Like what sorts of things are you doing to make mm -hmm. that, make that little adjustment? Right. Well, that's a good question. So I did start, um, I only launched it maybe two weeks ago and I did an email blast to my customers um, and that's all I've done right now, but I am going to be doing some Facebook and Instagram ads, which I oh, really God. haven't, yeah, and I, hopefully it'll work out well. I know that there's kind of an, an art to doing the right kind of advertising. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But that's my plan, really just to so, promote it that way. So when you sent the email out, did you send it to everyone? Like, do you segment your list, like to send to your spas in, you know, one sort of email and to your retail buyers like me in another sort of email, do you split it up that way? Or did you just send that email to everyone? I did split it up. Uh, there was a little bit of crossover, but I did split it. And that's actually- Well, I would imagine some of those spa owners want to buy stuff for themselves too. So, <laughs> right. you know, for gifts and things, you know? Yeah. But, I, you know, I decided that um, I'm going to do some quarterly or maybe monthly um, 
different kinds of emails from my spa clients. Um, geared more towards wholesale issues and yeah. uh, seasonal changes and things like that. Um, now, I think a couple of weeks ago, Lisa, I saw an interview on Facebook Live with you and you were interviewing your spa clients, right? I did, yes. Um, during yeah, tell the shut- us a little bit about that. Sure. So during the shutdown, I wanted to shift my focus a little bit. And I've always been interested in uh, really doing an interview series with spa professionals. Um, I love, I would love right now to go into a spa and do like a video, you know, tour, but that wasn't possible. So I had to, you know, I reached out to a few of my clients and I wanted to give them the opportunity to talk about uh, tips that they can give to people who couldn't get their facials or their massages um, and just share their expertise. And so that's what I did. So I interviewed a massage therapist from the Spruce Peak Spa up in uh, Stowe, Vermont, and she gave some beautiful tips, um, you know, really how to take care of your body during mm-hmm. the shutdown. And Lisa, uh, so- I, I think that's an amazing fun thing to do and of course when you can go back and visit even more fun but um i think it's a great way to market your business too well thank you yeah it did drive some traffic to the website which was kind of exciting to see there's a clue right there um that's right you know because because here's what i've always believed and i like your thoughts on this too because i kind of feel like we have a synergy of belief in terms of this is that like like we have products and they're great or we have services and they're great, but we really have to shine the spotlight on our customers and our clients. Right. Like we have to make their experience amazing. And yes. for you to be in a position where you can so easily with pretty much no financial investment, I mean, you need a Wi-Fi mm-hmm. connection and a computer, um, right. but you already have that, that you can go on Facebook and invite them to come and share their tips, which is also sharing their business, right? It's driving traffic to them and to you. Mm -hmm. And it's showcasing both of you as experts in your fields, which makes other spas feel more comfortable. And they're going to want to be on the show. Can I call it a show? Like, are they going to want to be on the show too? (laughs) (laughs) The Wild Air Spa Show. I mean, (laughs) oh, that's a great label. (laughs) Great title. Why not? (laughs) Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, because marketing today, you know, and ask you more questions about how you market. I mean, you said you have an email newsletter. You've recently started the videos. Is that something mm-hmm. that you're going to continue? Are you finding um, the spa owners probably have a teensy bit more time than they usually do to do marketing like that? Well, I know. And I kind of, I, you know, I did a bunch and then I kind of didn't do any for a little bit. I started getting a little bit busier. Um, I got some orders and I, you know, that took up my time. And I, w- mm-hmm. I also wanted to be cognizant of the spa directors. Um, they, you know, they were in a position or are in a position of gearing up to open back up. And for them, that requires a lot, <laughs> a lot of their time. And, and I just, I don't know, I kind of put a pause on that, but I, I think I will pick that back up and do an interview, you know, here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, and really mm-hmm. what I loved, I did a tour, um, we did a, a Zoom conference with uh, the owner of the Woodhouse Day Spa down in uh, Charleston, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she took us on a physical tour of the spa. Oh, wow. And, 
I love that. <laughs> well, you so, know, you can probably find other spa owners who, mm-hmm. who will make that investment. I mean, not all of them yeah. will, but I think some of them who, who you might be able to see are really a little bit more savvy on social media. Maybe they do their own videos already. Yes. They would be perfect because you can see that they already understand that the investment of time is, is, is a significant um, right. positive for them. So I enjoyed yeah. those. I would love to see well, more, good. but I do know it's, it is, it is additional work, but I'm so excited <laughs> to hear that it was driving traffic. It was driving sales. So yes. that's obviously a, a reason to think about doing it um, when you can, obviously. That's when right. You can. Yeah. Brand awareness, so, really. Yeah. Well, no, not just that. You said you got sales. I did get like, some sales. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's more than that. Um, it's both. Right. Um, and we right. can combine both together. What a bonus, right? Absolutely. Always. <laughs> so yeah. So in terms of reaching your, um, your retail customers, um, mm-hmm. you have a newsletter, as you mentioned, what are some of your right. other ideas for, for, um, you know, in addition to the show that we're going to watch again, because I know we're going to see more of those okay. coming up here. Um, <laughs> right. What are some of the other things that you do or that you would recommend that other people do to showcase their products and develop uh-huh. these types of, you know, sales streams? Right. Well, I actually was on your indie uh, show back in, when was that? March or oh, April? We did the Artisan yeah. Made show. That was so much fun. You did that such was. a great job. We're going to link well, that you. in the show notes too, because you did, you did an amazing job. And let me tell you what was so awesome about what you did, uh, among other things. First of all, you talked mm-hmm. about New England. Like you took us to New England. We wanted mm-hmm. to go to every spa in New England and we wanted to use <laughs> your products while we were there. But you did it so naturally. But here's one of the things I really loved. You took the lid off of one of your body butters and you showed us how to use it. Like you showed us, here's how much you need. Here's how to put it on. There's a certain way to do it. You put your Mm -hmm. hand up to the camera so we could see how how it looked and it didn't run down the side of your hand. I mean, I think so so many times we get so excited about saying, what's a body butter? Like, who doesn't know what that is? But we really love to be taught and educated by the person who made it. Oh, that's great. Well, that, and that's a good reminder for me too, because uh, thank you for those compliments, by the way, that was, it was, it was a good fun show. Um, you know, I take that for granted. I always think, oh, everybody knows how to use a lotion or a scrub or a body butter. But then I get reminded that that's not necessarily the case, you know, and people do have questions and they want to know where and how to use certain products. Um, I need to do, to go on Facebook more actually. Or Instagram. <laughs> it's always a reminder whenever. I, <laughs> I oh know my gosh! That you always say. <laughs> well, you know, to it's, get on there and do it. <laughs> I, you know, it is. I think we all do, but it is a challenge. Like, it, mm. even for the for people who enjoy doing it, it is a challenge. You have to, you have to be ready. You can't just go on and start blubbering oh. about whatever you want. Um, right. You have to organize your thoughts, and and that takes some time. Um, yeah. But the, the payoff is obviously that if you do it consistently or fairly consistently, as consistently as you can, it always mm-hmm. leads to sales. It just always does. Yeah, that's good. Well, and that's the problem, the consistency. So well, I just, yeah. 
I have well, to put a, a big plan in place. That's what I need to do and stick with it. <laughs> well, but you know, but, but I'm looking at this body scrub. So there's a whole lot of consistency in these products. Let me just tell you. Well, thank you. Um, it, and it, it is a challenge though, to make sure that we maximize the use of technology. But Lisa, you have right. always been so, I don't know, is the word methodical? Like you've hmm. been very measured. Like you never get really excited about anything. It's just like, okay, I'll give that a try. Um, oh. And, you know, th that's refreshing because so often I think, you know, we feel like we're little bunny rabbits running around right. trying to do everything and do I all know. the things. Um, but like, how do you, how do you organize your days? Like, how do you, do mm -hmm. you use a planner? What do you do to organize your manufacturing systems, your marketing systems? What are some mm -hmm. of the things that you do that you can share with others that work for you? Yeah, well, mostly um, I always know what I have in production and I have these whiteboards in my office and I put down every order, you know, every product that I have to make for that particular day or week. And I, you know, I've got like an old fashioned marker um, on the, for the whiteboard and I just check off when things are done or I erase it. And that kind of keeps me focused and it keeps me motivated to know that that list, you know, is getting done <laughs> um, and the shipments are getting out. And, you know, that can, it can be very overwhelming, all the different things that you have to do. Um, I'm probably not the greatest as far as systems go, but that's one thing that has been working for me lately. Um, and, and does it help that you have a product line that is so well-defined? I would imagine that helps immensely. Right. It really does. It does. Um, yeah. I mean, I would love to just make one product, honestly, with one fragrance. And then I could just be doing that all day long. And just from a production standpoint, it would be so much easier. But that's just not the, the way it works. So I do have to limit, you know, my product offerings. And it, it has worked out really well, especially on the back end, you know, mm -hmm. we're with the spas in particular. Mm -hmm. um, there, you know, I haven't gone into the facial uh, lines. Mm -hmm. um, I figured that's like a whole other world. <laughs> and you can go crazy with the amount of products that are needed for that. So this, this works for me. Um, and as far as the system, the marketing systems go, that I need a lot of improvement on. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> well, perfect you know, to everything, all, that's for sure. <laughs> we all live and we learn and we experiment with new things. And I think that that's one of the things that is so wonderful is that, um, you know, it's constantly changing. The landscape of all this yeah. marketing is constantly changing. Like it's, it's, we can't get stagnant in it. Um, yeah. And so we always have to continue to be learning. And it sounds yeah. to me like you're doing that. I mean, you just started doing this okay. video and um, you have some other things that are coming down the pike. I love that you visited, uh, you know, the spa and did, you know, like a little video tour. That's, that's such mm -hmm. a wonderful thing. So, well, thank um, you. So you, you are married and I know your sons are, are older now, um, but like, right. you know, tell us a little bit about entrepreneurship and how it affects mm -hmm. the family and what does your husband think of all this? Like he, it, was, <laughs> it was, it was egg on your face and now it's like all these, it's a business. Like you run it from home. How, how does well, that dynamic work? I don't run it from home anymore. That's yeah. That's probably the oh, bigger. You don't. You moved. No. When did you move out of, you ran I it from your home for years, right? For years. Yeah. And then about four, I think it was four or five years ago. Uh -huh. I just, we wanted to put our house on the market. 
Okay. Um, the kids, you know, are, we're out of the house <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and we wanted to scale down and, right. um, you, and it, you couldn't and, have the real estate people bringing people stepping in uh, body butter. <laughs> no, exactly. And my products and shipping and all these things were just everywhere. And it was just, it was time. So I found a little space um, about 15 minutes away from me in this beautiful town of Essex, which is right on the Connecticut River. How and um, yeah, and it was just this little space in the middle of this building that had residents upstairs and small businesses downstairs. And um, that was my first foray really into manufacturing outside of my home. And then three years ago, I moved down the street with the same landlord and he was renovating this building and um, created a space for me, which um, has worked oh, out wow. pretty well. Yeah. So, so oh you, you worked and made from home for right. essentially the first decade, yeah. a little bit over that. And then you yes. moved to one space, sort of forced mm -hmm. out by personal circumstances. And, mm -hmm. uh, and now you're in another one that that is so exciting. So, um, so before you moved out though, like take us back a little bit to what it was okay. like to run a business. Like, did your husband or does he help you mm -hmm. in any way? I mean, I know, I'm sure he's supportive, but does he help in the business or is it like totally, hun, this is, this is my thing. This is what I do. And you know, right. is he involved in any way? How does that work he, out? Well, he's not, I mean, he has his own career, his own, you know, job and everything. And he's in the publishing industry. So the only times I really asked him to help me is when we need, you know, when I have to move things around. I mean, he's very willing to jump in and help. There have been a few times when I've been a little bit overwhelmed and I've needed his help at night, just, you know, getting an order ready. It's been a little, you know, a large order um, and I'm under a time crunch. He's jumped in and pitched in. And oh, that's I really, nice. yeah, he's very supportive. My that's whole family great. is really. That's yeah. great. I've been very really fortunate. Nice. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny. Um, I've heard all these people say, well, I, you know, I get negative uh, vibes from people. You can't do this. You can't do that. I've never really had that. Honestly, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I've just been very fortunate. People have been very supportive and encouraging. And it's, I hope I'm that way with others too, because why not? Well, I, I <laughs> why see not that. I see you being that way with other people, you know, in our Facebook group and so forth. You're very supportive and very knowledgeable. Um, well, and I'm so excited to get this opportunity to, to, you know, talk with you so you can share more. We need to hear from you more, Lisa. Let me just tell you. Um, <laughs> so, so sweet. So, well, it's true. Like, I mean, you, you know so much and you're kind of quiet, which is cool. Mm -hmm. But like, I'm like, no, I'm going to get her. She's going she's gonna to talk. <laughs> she's going to oh, okay. share some of these nuggets of talk. wisdom. So, <laughs> sure. so like, listen, so retail space, like, mm. like, what was it like to negotiate with that? Did you negotiate? Like, was it scary? You know, ah, do you have employees yes. that come there and work with you? How, how do you right. manage that sort of thing with retail space? And do you have any employees? Okay. So, well, it's not retail. So I, I don't have any retail hours or I anything like that. I didn't mean retail. I didn't mean Oh, that. okay. Okay. I meant, meant the manufacturing, manufacturing space, like the studio yeah. space you have. Sure. It was scary. I can't believe I waited that long, honestly. I mean, I really should have taken the leap a little bit earlier. Um, but that was the, probably one of the scariest things I've ever done because now I have a little bit of rent over my head <laughs> and, um, it, it was, it was very scary. I had the contract looked over by an attorney. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, I just, I was very fortunate. The landlord that I have is a great guy. 
super nice to work with. Um, so it's, it's really worked out. I would say to anybody who's thinking about moving out of their home to manufacture, just find a great space, you know, at a decent price. Shop around for as long as it takes to get what you want and just go for it. And you make it work somehow. You know, you know yeah. that you have that rent to pay. So you, mm-hmm. you're going to hustle. <laughs> and that's yeah, what you know, takes. that's so true. Like the landlord is not going to say, you know, mm-hmm. that's okay. It was a slow month. Don't worry about it. Um, no. And this so year do you in particular. Have, yes, yes, of course. Yeah. So do you have employees or do you, who helps you in your business? Yeah, I don't regulars? have any, I don't have any employees. That was um, one thing that I just haven't done. I've been able to manage it all myself. And I think, you know, I've mm-hmm. subconsciously decided that this is where I want it to be. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I now, mean, do you feel, do you feel like you resist pressure? Because, you know, I sometimes feel in, in, you know, in what I do that, you know, I, you know, there's all, you know, people are always talking about growing and, you know, mm-hmm. getting all the people and your team. Right. And, you know, it's like, it's kind of like, you know, yeah, that sounds really great. But I think as you just mentioned, you can have a successful profitable business without all that extra stuff Mm -hmm. if you want to. And it sounds like you feel more comfortable and you feel like, you know, Mm -hmm. I think our businesses should make us happy. Yes, definitely. You know, five or 10 employees and all the bells and whistles don't make you happy. Like what's the point, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, you know, at, at some point, I definitely want one or two um, to help me out. This year, honestly, you know, it was a banging year going right into March. And I was seriously thinking about bringing somebody on. And then it, everything came to a halt. And I was kind of glad that I didn't have anybody, you know, responsible for. Um, so, I, you know, I don't know what's going to happen in the future. I'm not saying no to bringing in help. I definitely want to keep growing. Um, this year is just, you know, it's so up in the air. I'm just kind of taking every day as it comes. Um, it's Which just is kind nothing's of what we predictable have to do. right now. We have to yeah. take every day as it comes anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. So, so you were, so you had a, a, de- a defined shift obviously in March as we all did. Um, yes. But, you know, so, so what you're saying is you envision that, you know, after this is over and, you know, who mm-hmm. knows what, you know, I'm saying that in general terms, like who knows what that means. But right. after this is quote unquote over, you are going to be looking to bring on some staff. I, I mean, I might. I'm okay. Looking, okay. Yeah. I'm keeping you're considering that, it. I'm considering it. It all depends mm-hmm. on where the business goes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, being, being primarily yeah. a supplier to the spa industry and. Right going through what they're going through right now, I just have to be patient and mm-hmm. not really think about that part of it right now. I'm just mm-hmm. kind of, you know, forging ahead. Right. And right. it's been tough, honestly. I mean, this has yeah. been a challenging three, four months for sure. Yeah. Not just yeah. for me, but for a lot of people. Um, so wow. yeah, I, yes. I did join, I joined two new spa uh, associations and I presented oh, at excellent. one of them. Yeah, oh, and I have exciting. A, yeah, it, it, all through Zoom, of course. And um, <laughs> of course, <laughs> the end of the month, I'll be presenting to the Colorado Spa Association, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. kind of expanding a little bit, yeah. you know, expanding my reach. 
So well, uh, that's such a great way to expose your products to people and right. yourself as well is to just, you know, speak, share with them. Yes, um, exactly. Let them get it's to important. know you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it's right. a great way to, to drum up new business and also to share what you love and to meet like-minded people. And That's to find right. out all the great spas we all need to go to. Yes. <laughs> and of course. course, you can also use it to get guests for your show. Like there's oh, a million yes. different things that, that, that you know. can use those opportunities for. That's so, so exciting. So Lisa, let's talk for a minute as we close out to mm-hmm. our, um, you know, our entrepreneurs who are either new or COVID mm-hmm. terrified. Like, they're just like, what (laughs) words of wisdom and advice? I mean, after 16 years in business, I mean, you've been through, you know, great recession. I mean, you've been through so many things. Like, what sorts of um, advice and a little bit of tips can Mm. you share with our listeners who are a little? Yeah, it just, it really depends on where their focus is. I think if I were starting out right now, brand new, I would completely focus on retail sales online. Because, you know, from everything that people are saying, those have exploded. So I would focus on that. Um, I'm not sure let if me, that let looks me ask like. You, do, do you think mm-hmm. you'd be saying that if it was March before COVID? No, I wouldn't have. I okay. mean, of course, it's, right. it's always good. It's okay. always good to, to sell retail. But my mm-hmm. personal, you know, my business and my focus has always mm-hmm. been on the wholesale side. Right, right. Um, and so, but I think, you know, starting out right now, if you're brand new, that's where mm-hmm. I would go. I okay. would look at okay. Etsy. I would look at Amazon. I would look at your own website. I would, mm-hmm. you know, do all the things that all these young new mm-hmm. business owners are doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know how that is. Instagram, um, definitely take advantage of that. Maybe TikTok too. Who knows TikTok, where that's going to yeah. be going. But yeah, but that's super popular. Yeah, yeah. So you would, you would suggest starting out just direct to consumers at this point in time. And I know, I know, I know if we listen to this a year from now, maybe totally different. Um, but so, so how much, how much of what you enjoy doing fits into that? Like, like for, for some people, and I've, I've talked with so many of them, like, like selling direct to consumers, like I have to do video and I have to do all these things and I have to be so present to do that because consumers kind of, you know, you want to go where they are and where are they? They're on TikTok. They're in all these places that you just mentioned. Um, so how, how do you help someone who feels like, yeah, it sounds really great, but I'm not techie and I'm not, I'm not comfortable on camera. Like, do you have things that you can say to encourage people in those positions? Right. Well, I think that's the, the, the good point there. You don't have to do all the things, all the technology platforms. Pick the ones that you're most comfortable with, that you think your customers are on, and just do that. Because um, first of all, you don't have to be super technologically savvy. Facebook is so easy. So is Instagram um, and YouTube. I mean, those are very basic platforms that really anyone can use. And your customers probably are using one of the two, Facebook or Instagram or both. So I definitely would just start with those. And um, Shopify is a super simple platform for website designs. They have great templates that are easy to use. Is you that can what you use? Do you use Shopify? I do. Did, yeah, you, did, did I do. you design it yourself or did you have help? 
I did have someone purchase the template and then tweak it. Um, but you really don't even need that, honestly. The websites really? are pretty, yeah, they're pretty comprehensive and very easy to navigate. Uh, what are come some a long of the way. best plugins that you use? Like what plugins mm. on Shopify do you use that you recommend? Um, let's see. I use Shippo for shipping. Um, that's a good one. I don't really use a lot of plugins, honestly. I don't really need a lot. Um, I just picked a template and, oh gosh, I, you know, I'd have to go back and look at the apps that I use. Um, oh, you know, that's okay. Instagram. Sh Shippo's a good one. I've heard really good things about that. What'd you say about Instagram? Um, I use, Inst what do I use? Instafeed or one of the, um, oh, the Instagram yeah. apps. That like yep. feeds your Instagram feed through your website so people can see all the pretty pictures. Right. Yes, yeah, exactly. That's nice. Yeah. And then there's quick announcement bar that you can put on the top of your website when you have something new or you want something to highlight like free shipping mm -hmm. or, mm -hmm. you know, um, so, and then product reviews, you should always have product reviews. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when people go to buy like this lavender scrub that we're going to be giving away, for example, they can mm -hmm. see on that page um, reviews by real people who have purchased and used the product and their feedback. Right. Ideally, awesome. that's the way it is. These are new products, so I don't have any reviews on there yet. Mm -hmm. But that would but be you have some reviews for that lemon <laughs> verbena. <laughs> I do. I know, you, I know you have at least one. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> because, oh, thank you. <laughs> because I know I couldn't wait to get up there because I'm really, I really dig that scent. It's such a, a beautiful. The lavender oh, is good, you. too, let me tell you, because I have it right here and we're going to yeah. be giving this jar away. Um, but um, mm -hmm. but I, I love, love, love. Well, I love all the scents, really. I've, I've tried the eucalyptus before as well, which is lovely. Um, your mm -hmm. line is just beautiful. It's just oh, really you. beautiful. It's not overwhelming. I can go to the website and I don't have to sort through a hundred pages to get right. to something that I like. I can just go, I'm feeling chocolatey today and you mm -hmm. know, I'll get this or just buy the whole chocolate collection, right? Um, which is easy <laughs> to do because it's only four products. So yes, exactly. Um, yeah. And I, I just yeah. think that is so wise. It's just so wise. Um, oh, because you. you know, it helps your customers stay focused um, because yeah. we are so distracted today. And it also helps mm -hmm. you, um, as you mentioned it earlier does. in your production. So Lisa, yeah. tell us where to follow you. Um, in, mm. And, and you know, where, where should we follow you and any special sure. things that you have coming up? Oh, okay. Well, um, you can follow me on wildairskincare.com. And that's the website. You can sign up for the newsletter, which I don't inundate you. <laughs> Um, that's for sure. <laughs> um, and then I'm on, also on Facebook, wildairskincare.com. You know, Facebook, I'm sorry, facebook.com slash wildairskincare. Right. And Instagram as well, Twitter, and also email, info at wildairskincare.com. Awesome. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Lisa, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your story, some of your tips and ideas. And I, I love that, that short list of Shopify plugins. That was very useful. You guys will have to make sure we drop those in the show notes so you can check them out. And um, I, we look forward to being able to travel to New England, go to yes. some cranberry <laughs> bogs with you and uh, that <laughs> lavender farm. And really just in the meantime, we will just have the experience through your products. Thank you so much for sharing with us. Today. Well, thank you. I really appreciate everything that you do, Donna Maria. Thank, thank you. you, Lisa. It's a pleasure to serve you. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>
Well, I hope this episode of the Indie Business Podcast left you inspired, motivated, and excited about the future of your small business. Let's quickly review three of the significant insights Lisa and I discussed today. Number one, don't make everything. Lisa confirms that you cannot be all things to all people. She has purposefully narrowly defined her product line. Everyone has ideas and suggestions, you know, but you have to stick to your target audience and your brand. Otherwise, you're headed for disorganization and possible financial loss. Number two, a shift to Facebook Live. Lisa has always wanted to use video to highlight some of her spa customers, and COVID-19 has provided a great opportunity to do that. With video tours of spas using Facebook Live, Lisa can simultaneously highlight her spa products and her clients. This is a great pandemic pivot. Since spa owners are having a difficult time attracting customers these days, the additional lift of a live video, it helps them. And it also showcases the fact that some great spas carry the wild air line. Number three, intentionality is key. Lisa's business has been steady for years because she's been focused on serving a very specific niche. When she adds a new product to her line, it is the result of a well-thought-out strategy and not a reaction to an off-the-cuff customer remark or something a magazine says is hot and trendy. For example, because Lisa has had to pivot a bit to accommodate COVID-19, her newest products, the first she's launched in years, Lavender Sugar Scrub and Lavender Body Butter are specific responses to COVID-19 and consumers' love for lavender. Lavender is not a scent that Lisa's spa buyers have expressed much of an interest in, but due to a need to boost consumer sales to make up for pandemic-induced losses of spa business, Lisa added lavender-scented products because that's what consumers were asking for. Well, if you like this episode, be sure to share it with someone you know and help spread the word. This podcast is all about the revolution, the indie business revolution, where people are breaking the mold of traditional entrepreneurship and creating success on their own terms. I'm so excited to be on this journey with you. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, won't you do me the honor of rating this podcast? It helps me so much to know that you appreciate the amazing people and stories featured here on the Indie Business Podcast. You can also share episodes from my blog at IndieBusinessNetwork.com to your favorite social media outlets. I will see you on the next episode of Indie Business Podcast. In the meantime, enjoy your life, build your business, and have your way.